All right, guys, welcome back to another Identical Draw podcast. This one you can actually watch on YouTube. We're cracking some beers. Um, this one you can watch on YouTube. Obviously, people are probably watching this as well. Um, man, the entire month of August, we are basically asking, we are basically getting questions about Nebraska mule deer hunts. Yeah, those are some of our more popular YouTube videos. I think we were maybe one of the more first people to put like actually really cool Nebraska mule deer hunts out on the web. And so I feel like we just get a lot of, a lot of yeah. questions. So we are like, we're going to film it so that we can overlay some footage so you guys can see some of our mistakes, some of our successes. Yeah. Things like that. I mean, we've hunted public land Nebraska mule deer. Since 2017. Since 2017. Yeah. So 17, 18, miss 20, 20, 20. no, miss 19. Oh, miss 19, 20, 21. What the hell were we doing in 19? Fifth year. Um, just spoiler alert. We've never killed a uh, muley out there, but we have, I mean, we've sent, okay, we need to get into this. We've sent many arrows. So that just probably shouldn't have started with that, but yeah. All right. So how do you want to? We need to thank our partner at Vortex. Do you want to start that off? By the way, if you ever wonder how these things go, this is how many notes I have. I just showed the camera like four bullet points. Um, yeah, Vortex, we, we're super stoked because next week we're going out there to the headquarters. Um, and we're going to shoot some of our muzzle loaders, kind of get those Maybe. down pat. Maybe. I've been searching high and low for ammo. Did you get my email? I did. Dude, it is a mess. Like, it'd be easier. Obviously, yeah. It'd be easier, like, getting, like, a brand new truck. Might as well just kill deer with your hands. Yeah, because, like, there, it's sold out everywhere. Yeah. Like, there's nowhere that has this stuff. And, like, people know this. So, there's, like, every single website you click on that has, has like, it in stock is all fraud. Like, they want your Venmo, your yeah. Zelle. Mm -hmm. And... Like I, I read like a million forums where like guys like lost like thousands of dollars because they thought Lord. it was legit. So I can't so watch find out, anything. Folks. So I guess we we'll be heading out to headquarters regardless. Yep. I'm hoping uh, that they have some some stockpile of some stuff that we could use and then uh, pay it forward. And when stuff does come back and like I can get things, but like not by next week. Um and but I can't find primers anywhere. Oh no. Can't find primers. I can get some powder, but yeah. So if you have a hot tip on, you got to, this is, we've got, shot. Yeah. If you've got a local uh, primer dealer that also sells some powder, you've got a black market dealer. Um, so we, uh, we've shot muzzleloaders, but we've never like really hunted with muzzleloaders. So, I mean, they're still a pretty new thing to us. So that's why we're going to go out to Vortex. Obviously those guys are experts. So we're just going to, make sure we got everything honed in for this season. We've got a new hunter hunt for sure in December with muzzleloaders. And then we're, we're thinking about, we're going to pick up a muzzleloader hunt for yep. one of us um, yep. and a rifle hunt. So like, it's going to be, we're going to be picking up the guns this year, which is fun. Um, yeah. Again, if you need optics, um, this code is like not, I, we don't push it on our Instagram or anything, but you can go to eurooptic.com and use ID 10 for 10% off any of your optic orders. And of course, <coughs> Oh, on drink on a podcast and of course um you've got uh your vortex where id 20 for 20 percent off of that that stuff so let's get into it great <laughs>
just it's just the bush apple kind of kind of afternoon. Yeah, it is. Um, afternoon's generous, by the way. But um, we I think the first thing we gotta do is outline Nebraska mule deer. <clears throat> this is everything you need to know. Nebraska mule deer hunting. We're giving away our hot tips. It's an over-the-counter tag. It's a cheap non-resident over-the-counter tag. Tom, what can you get? A, what, what can you get a non-resident mule deer tag for? I don't know, Nate. Maybe three hundred bucks. Yeah, it was I think it's two hundred eighty-seven. Yeah, two eighty-five. Are they making changes to that though? Or they're limiting it to one deer, right? They're limiting numbers. Um, but yeah, that is. I mean, unbelievably cheap. Yeah, it should be at least double. For uh, like a Nebraska mule deer, which is like a mule deer are like prized in Nebraska, I feel like. Because you can only find them in a portion of the state. And it's like, it's your, basically, I mean, I feel like it's your first western state. I mean, you can get them in South Dakota as well, but I feel like it's that first kind of, it's the most. The South Dakota is not OTC. Right. So, so people, like your people first catch one. that itch right about now, and they're like, where can I hunt muleys over yep. the counter? Mm-hmm. Then, of course, Nebraska Game Parks and Marketing is like, you can come buy 14 tags right here. Kill five giant bucks every fall. That's not that's not happening, but it does feel that way sometimes. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so basically, okay, yeah. So you can get, you can get mule deer tag really easy. Yep. Can't kill does, and but you can the kill ta- bucks. I mean, the tag's good for whitetail, too. Yep. So, I mean, it's appetizing. And, Tom, when's the season open? Except one. How many other states are open September 1? Not many. Like, that's that's one of the things. Everybody's like, why? how is it blown yeah. up? Why is it so popular? It's like one of the first, it's like we, one of the first yeah. open states. We need to adopt what's, what South Dakota's doing. The residents get their chance September 1, but then the residents or the non-res have to wait till October 1st. Yep. Um, which I don't know, like, I guess I've gone back and forth because then you have a bunch of non-residents yep. in your state in October. But if you filled your tag, who gives? Yeah. So basically that's, <clears throat> that's run out. Anything else that you need to, that's basically opener September 1 over the counter tag. So it's, it's widely available. A lot of people can do it. Um, <clears throat> as far as amount of public land, not overwhelming amount it's not like a western state i mean it's a far from a colorado it's honestly it's far from south dakota you just get like there's a handful like pretty large chunks but like they're not like everywhere like, I don't you, think you we, can drive hours in nebraska do we mind do, like, not do we care public. if we say those chunks because people know no we're not going to say those chunks but i mean we're hunting sand hills us i mean there's there's still i mean but that that range is gigantic the Sand Hills is basically the entire hat from central Nebraska west. You get into some like more hilly country, um, but I mean a lot of it is Sand Hills. You get into like far northwest and you get like some Pine Ridge, um, like pine stuff. The closer um, you get to Colorado, it gets a little yeah. more hilly, I'd say. But a lot of a lot of it is um Sand Hill kind of country with pretty flat. Basically zero country or zero cover. Like the trees and stuff. Trees it's just thin. Um, so a lot of just glass and country, but yeah, that's, that's basically what you got. It's like, you can drive hours. I, I feel like in Western Nebraska to be able to have to get to the next chunk of public. Like it's not. Yeah. That's what, I mean, it's not everywhere. Not to jump ahead, but we had to do that in 21. Correct. And 
we drove like an hour and a half to get to like some other chunks. And then we yeah. drove from there another hour and a half. So that's your public land option. Um, yeah. I mean, some of those chunks we hunt are, I mean, over a hundred thousand acres, a lot of them, like just a single chunk. Um, there, there's road access everywhere. So don't, I mean, the thought of like, oh, getting away from guys, like, mm, not really. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you go, it's like a half mile to a mile from a road that you can, anybody, every Tom, Dick, and Harry can go to. So it's like, mm, not really a thing. Um, private land. We get a lot of questions like how, I mean, if I spend some time out there trying to get private land. Mm, nah. <clears throat> if you're going rifle, no. If you're 100%. going there with the with the mindset of I'm going to hunt private land, um, get permissions like, I love your mindset. That's my mindset. I love permission. But it's like, you just, man, Nebraska is an I mean, extremely we, we difficult give, state. We can give them some stats. I mean, we've talked to hundreds and gotten one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hundred. I mean, hundreds of permissions. And I have, we have one deer hunting permission piece. Um, I mean, this, I mean, it all comes back to like, if you're willing to pay, then yeah. You can find sure there's a spot. Hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. If you want to pay an outfitter two to three grand or whatever, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah. That, I mean that's always an option. Um, but yeah, getting private permission is really tough out there. Uh, that's just a matter of fact. I mean, every everything's leased, everything's hunted from our perspective, pretty heavily. Yeah. Um, I'd say compared to Wisconsin, it was it was interesting. Like. In Nebraska, we have farmers that hunt, and in Wisconsin, like when we asked people, it's like it's like they just farmed, like they were just dairy farmers. Yeah, maybe that's what we just came came across. And rifle, they, I mean, they still rifle yeah. hunt, but like I feel like the archery pressure in Nebraska is kind of yeah. a different ball game. Yeah, but yeah, it's archery hunting in Nebraska is just for whatever reason it's like super competitive. I don't yeah. know. Nebraska and, is just like, a, and I'll just say this: like in in South Dakota when we've been hunting public and I've seen deer on private, I'm like two for three getting permissions up there. And I've never done that in Nebraska. So it's just like, it's yeah, there's a, it's different. If it's a deer density issue there too. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So that's, that's basically private permit or private versus public. Um, and then I was going to kind of get into deer densities a little bit, just like what, what you could expect from there. I mean, out of 10 days that we hunted, um, well, I mean, this could be any year, but like, what's your, what, how many deer are we seeing on a trip? Say like, let's average like a six day trip. I mean, you're seeing, well, I'm going to say like what I'd expect to see this year. Yes. So, I mean, if you bounce around a lot of does, do a does versus mature bucks. I mean, well, we didn't see a mature buck the first five days last year. We didn't see a mature buck and we worked our ass off. Um, we saw a bunch of does. We saw a couple of young bucks. Yeah. Um, even on private Which, land, yeah. we didn't. Well, we saw mature bucks, but on neighbors. Yep. So, it's tough. But I feel like we're kind of jumping the ship here. Like, I want to talk about our past yep. hunts. Like, if people are watching this, um, or if you're listening, like we've posted videos of our Sand Hill trip. Basically, all of them, all of them. Like, even leading back to yep. 2017, um, we pulled that film. It used to be on Carbon TV. I think it might we'll drop be. the. We'll we'll put some links Link, yeah, in sure. this video maybe put them in the description as I, well like if i could go back i probably wouldn't make i probably wouldn't tell people what state we're hunting 100 percent. because i think we ha- like 
while we haven't like led to a huge increase of hunting, like we've probably got a few more dudes out there and like where our videos aren't doing a hundred thousand views, but no, it, let's just say this, this sort of cracks me up. Our buddy Dylan, last 20, was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. He, he texted us this funny thing. He was like his, he ran out of gas. He hunted with us in 2020, had yep, a couple of close encounters he was a new and then guy. came back all the way back. Um, drove the whatever 20 hours to yeah. come hunt same spot with us again, yeah. 2021. Yeah. And it was basically like he ran out of gas, had some guys pick him up. They got in the conversation of like, man, ran, he, it was a battery deal, but yeah. Oh yeah. And it was like, you, uh, you were in first light. How can you afford first light? And he got in talking like, Oh, I got this deal with a, like identical draw, new hunter. They took me out last year, got me some first light stuff. And then they basically recognized them from our video. So I'm like, they're like, yeah, it was you and the Asian dude. <laughs> Shout out, Josh. Josh, um, laugh. So, yeah. So, I mean, people that are going out there are probably putting in the YouTube bar and seeing our videos, which I'm like, great for us. Kind of, kind of shitty too. Um, but yeah, it is. I mean, at the end of the day, it takes a lot more than just a YouTube video. Yeah. But if they like, if you have it planned and you're going out there, then I mean, yeah. you'd Google a video. And, and yeah, so that, I mean, area. It, just right off the bat, it has gained popularity through the roof. Our first two years, we didn't see another guy. Yeah. 2017, our first year, got in the bucks by day two, like day three. Not even just guys. You wouldn't see trucks parked on the side of the road. Yeah. No guys, our first 2017 or 2018. Yeah. But we saw bucks every single trip, mm. every single time. Um, so the hunting was good. Hunting was great. Yeah. And then missed 2019. 2020 was almost... Still good. Still saw guys, but... You had even more bush encounters. Yeah, 2020 was like, okay, definitely picked up in dudes, no doubt. But, man, the bu like, yeah, the bucks basically stayed the same. So it's like, great. Um, yeah, and then basically last year was a wild Absolute show. shit show. How many different states did we see? Like, we had counted, like, 13 different plates or, at like, least, some ungodly number. It was, like, 13 or 17. In or the middle of BFE, Nebraska, like. Yeah, and we couldn't, I mean, you couldn't go scout you couldn't go like glass from a tall knob yeah in the morning and like see like less than five dudes yeah no you uh, you'd think you like oh i did it i got away from the dudes and then it'd be like prime time and like tom dick and harry with their like pants sagging would just like come over like the next ridge just like waved you just like things that i'm just like so confused by when i watch other people do it like get to the highest point and stand up and like basically do jumping jacks last last year in Beep that out. <laughs> uh, last year we were Gosh, hunting. I have to remember it. Fifteen minutes. Okay. I just blurted out a place that <laughs> you guys shouldn't know. Um, I had gotten this. Per I got permission, like I like I like to do, to not hunt their place. But you got an easement. Yes. I I, was, I had permission to basically drive through this people's property. I got permission to go through this ground, to basically just like hit up the backside of this public portion that I'm like, Ooh, this is finally a piece that you'd have to walk a couple miles to get back there. Like that's going to cut some people out. So I'm just like going to have like a three minute drive to the back of this piece. And I'll be like, I'm sitting good. Get back there immediately. I see some does feeding. I'm like, and this was after already like four days of hunting and not seeing deer, basically just seeing dudes. I'm like, I'm in the chips boys. And I'm sitting there. Just like in the heat of the day, like early season Nebraska, it's like a hundred degrees. It was like a sun. Like there's had, not a we tree. We had been driving going. that morning, so like we pieced out. We had our gastronome and pieced out. 
and we like knew like it was gonna be like a long evening or just mm. heat. Like early season, you have to basically you get like the first thirty minutes of the day, and then it's like one hundred and fifty degrees throughout the entire middle of the day. Like the last thirty minutes are good, so there's a lot of like anticipation for the evening. But we just go out there because I mean you can't kill them at the truck. You just gotta sit out and wait and hope. You never know when a buck might stand up midday, reposition, and get a shot or you get a look at them. So basically, yeah, we. I mean, I, I was in this back section and it's prime time. Like the sun's starting to get low and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start to see a deer. And sure enough, these dudes just come around this corner. They're either like a mile out. So I'm like, I'm not that worried yet. Maybe even further than that. Like, I'm not that worried. I hope, hopefully they'll just stay there post up for the evening. Like I would do. Like it's prime time. Like don't walk around. If you're like hunting in the sand hills of Nebraska, there's zero cover. Don't walk around. Don't move. Like if you're gonna just like take the low, yeah, I mean, sit you down. Need, you need to walk around, but like you just take not during low. prime time. No, get, get no. somewhere high and yeah, just sit. But before that, you should be using yeah. the contour and getting into a good Correct. spot. Yes, you want to be high. Like that's the you want to be like on a good yep vantage point. Yeah, but it's just there's a certain time to do it. Yes, so it's the prime time, and this dude, I kid you not, like it's like he like wanted to like come hang out. I mean, he's like just on a beeline towards me. Just not not dipping down over hills, not glassing, just like he had like a destination to be at. I just wanted to be at. And that's during prime time. And he is just busting deer left and right. He can't see him because he's not paying any attention. But I mean, I, I was I mean I was so confused by the hunting tactic. And deer are just busting out the side. Uh some young bucks, tons of does. Um and so, I mean, I, and I'm like standing up now. I'm like, I don't really care. I'm just going to try to wave them off so I can like at least maybe have like a few hundred yards around me to try to find a deer. And I mean, he, he never sees me. And he's like, I mean, I'm like, if you are in the hunt mindset where you can't see a dude standing up, like waving his arms at you from a few hundred yards, I'm like, yeah, I think you're going to have a hard time. But yeah, moral of the story is, uh, he walked all the way basically to me, um, and it's just like that. That was early season, in and Nebraska. then we saw him at the gas station. Yep, and you confronted him. I did. What'd you say? I was nice. I was just was like, "Hey, saw you there. Did you see anything out, uh, like else in that area?" And I was like, I, "I told him straight up. I was like, when you were walking across, there were a bunch of deer busting out and stuff." I didn't. I wasn't like, um, "Do you know how to hunt mule deer?" <laughs> um, I was just like, "Yeah, that's, there are a bunch of deer busting just out." What like, you good say luck. To me. Good luck the rest of this trip. He's like, "Yeah, you know, once I was getting like all the way to that side, I saw you leaving." Um. Cause I, like, as soon as he got like within 150 yards, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. Like, this is a waste of my time. Um, and he's like, yeah, there's a buck that bumped up right, like within a hundred yards of you or something. I'm like, yeah, that's fun. Thanks for telling me. Like, like in my mind, I'm just like, if you hadn't have been there, that dude probably would have stepped up, stand, stood up and I would have been in the chips. But man, that was just a lot of our struggles in Nebraska last year. Just couldn't get away from people. That yeah, kind and of like, we don't want this to be like a woe is me, like podcast slash video. Um, if you're a great hunter, like you'll find deer. Pop around to spots. Like you, a good hunter knows like the amount of pressure mm -hmm. that should be in an area. Have a ton of time. Yeah. I just don't think you could do this hunt. I don't think you could. Okay, I know luck happens, but I just don't think you could be successful in this hunt with like with three or four days. Just because yeah. I feel like you have to have 10 different places you need to, you need like expect drive time. Oh, and expect like crossing off the first five spots you go to like pretty quickly. I would yeah. say hunt a smart time of the year. 
I don't want to like get into huge details about when we've gone during the year, but like we have gone at different times that aren't the opener and had better luck. But it's weird because 2020 opener, we hunted the mm-hmm. first three days of the season. They were the best hunting we've ever had. So it's like, it's, it's well, hard to tell. What we hope happens is like the 2021 fall um, was like, I don't know, 2020 fall was technically like a COVID fall, but like I think people didn't really get under the belt till 21. So it was like heavy, heavy pressure. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it just fluctuates. Like we have a wave of like mm-hmm. less hunters because there's so many dudes. Like yeah. like we like straight up, we're not going to go to the same spots Mm-mm. because of, of what we experienced on the opener. We're going to yeah. hunt different spots on the opener and then maybe go back to some of these other more busy spots later in the season. Yeah. So I don't know, just hunt it smart. Like, like, I don't know, like you would any other public land spot. Yeah. Um, but don't, don't expect a ton of, like a ton of deer running around, like deer densities in South Dakota versus Nebraska are completely different. South Dakota is just full. And it depends where of, Nebraska. Of ma- mainly of whitetails with South Dakota. You can see a hundred whitetail does. Um, but you can't, that's like now where you're going to see it. Like you could hundred percent not see deer. Yeah. Like in Western Nebraska where we've been hunting and stuff, Sandhills, like, I mean, you get skunked. Like there's days where you see for sure single digit deer, less than five. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, to hope that one of those is like a halfway decent buck is like, I mean, you're really crossing your fingers and toes at that point. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah, it's so tough. Like the morning spot is obviously your, your best bet. Cause then you have the whole day to work on, but if you've seen in the evening, like, Great. Like, where are they going to be? Um, I don't think we've had a single evening where we found the same deer in the same spot in mm-hmm. the morning. Like, I nope. don't think that's ever happened to us. No. Nope. Um, in freaking Idaho, when we had that successful hunt, we watched those deer do the same thing several mornings in a, mornings in a row. It's like, you just can't do that in western Nebraska. Mm-hmm. They're going to move during the night. They're, Somebody's they don't gonna have, like, walk back to their pattern. truck, bust yeah. them. You just it's, don't know. It's not like there's a cornfield they're going to in the evening. It's like, no, it's all hills. It's like literally a sea of hills. Mm-hmm. Like that's all it is. It's, a, it's the same biome for like hundreds and thousands and thousands and thousands of acres. So it's like they don't really have a pattern. Like you can't catch them on this knob every single day in the morning. Just not going to be a thing. Um, cool. That's that's a pretty decent rundown. I was going to say, uh, some of our, going back to like our earlier hunts, when they were like, we got into good bucks. Um some of our earliest mistakes was thinking. I actually saw you. We should have killed this. bucks. Like, oh, like we hundred percent screwed up big time the first two. If years. If we could redo seventeen, eighteen, and twenty, like twenty, we didn't mess up. It was just we were with new hunters, correct? So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was just a twenty twenty. Like, was our year? Like, we had yeah. learned from our mistakes, and we could have killed deer on twenty twenty. Yeah, um, multiple times. Yeah, but I mean, Dylan, he missed. Two awesome bucks. Mm-hmm. One of them like was not his fault at all. Like no. that deer ducked like an M effort. But then the other one, I mean, buck fever got the yeah. best of him. I mean, that I, that that second stock, which Dylan knows. I mean, he probably still has nightmares about this. But I mean, we had made like a two mile stock of this big dude, like a, a giant deer. I mean, a six by five velvet muley. I mean, sixties, a specimen. Um, still in velvet. Yeah, it was it was beauty. Um, and I've just, we've figured out how to hunt those hills so much. You just have to know exactly what everything looks like. Everything's going to look different when you get there. And I mean, that's, one of, the, that's one of the trickiest part about oh. sand hills. You need to, when you're looking at them, whether it's through your spot or yeah. binos, like you need to imprint yep. that in your brain. So if you're looking at it at a different angle, like but, you, yeah, you, you have know. to figure out what it looks like at different angles. 
Yeah, we had I had that issue with Josh. Um, like he like we had to make this big like mile and a half loop on these deer, and he's like, dude, I have no idea where we're at. And I was like, these deer are like right here, mm. and sure enough, they're right there. And afterwards, Josh is like, how in the hell did mm. you know that that's where they were at? Yeah, it's just because like you have to kind of learn that you have to have that perspective. Like you need to like see that tree. Like it's going to look different yep. when you're on it's, the opposite it's side. It's also like a spatial thing. Yeah. Like you just like, okay, I need to move this far. They're that far. It's like, I, it's hard to explain. Honestly, it's, it's unlike it's anything. Like it's like, it's in like anything anywhere else to hunt. Yeah. Cause you don't have like, Oh, it's like everything literally it's like this big rock and then all these yeah. trees, like they're right in there. No, yeah. it's like, there's a hill and then the same hill next to it and the same hill behind it. It's yep. like, yeah, it's tough. Yep. And they blend in like, I mean, when they bed down, it's like, they're gone. Yeah. It's insane. Um, so yeah, we made a two mile stock in this dude got to like, I knew we were like within a few hundred yards, like probably f- four or 500 yards. And it's one of those things. Like once you like know you're in the vicinity, you basically have to glue your binos to your eyeballs. Like you need to be on your glass all the day. Cause like, all, you, need all to be, you need to be catching the tips. Oh yeah. That's it. You get an inch, you get like a, like a wave of an ear or something. And so I was like, all right, Dylan, like, this is getting really tight. Like, I know he's here. Um, and like looking back at it, like the one thing I knew, which everything looked different. Cause we, we spotted him. We were to the South. And then we were, when we were approaching him, we were to the East of him. And I was like, he's gotta be right here. I'm like, you stay right here. I'm just going to edge over this hill. And sure enough, I edge over this hill. And I just like looked to my right and there he is just like bedded down. I'm like, Oh man. You, I mean, when you were just talking, you made it seem like he was still four or 500 yards away. Sorry. He was, we, I knew he was four or 500 yards. And that's when we like start to like really yeah. glass and be careful. But then we closed a few hundred more like, okay, thinking he's okay. He's over here. And then we were like, okay, we know mm-hmm. he's got to be over this ridge or that one. And so I was like, you stay back. Oh, I'm just going to like peek over. And it's got to be like so unbelievably slow. And you have to scan the whole area. Like when me and Tom are like hunting together, we'll like take, Hey, I'll take this left section. You take this right section. Just like literally every few inches you move, you have to like hit the binos again. And just like every, every step changes the entire perspective. Sure enough, he was there like 40, like immediate. And I drop back, come around the side. I get, I get Dylan. I mean, I ranged him at like 37, which is insane for Western like muleys out there. Cause really you should expect, I mean, getting within 50 is like, I mean, that's, that's tight to those suckers. Mm-hmm. Um, but with just how the hills lay and like, we've hunted them where they're literally on a perfect spot of the hill with like based on the wind direction, like you literally can't approach them. Mm-hmm. I think 2018, you like, you, they, they're so smart. Their, their bedding spot is so down that you literally can't approach them without, like without them seeing you. Um, and then the night ends, you have to go to camp. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then start it's over just reset. Yeah. Yeah. But basically 37 yards just o- over the back. Um, that one hurt so bad for me and him. Like we put so much effort. That was in. the last day. And I mean, that's, it's still a 37 yard shot, but it's a chip shot. I mean, he was quartering Dylan's, away. Dylan's an amazing Dylan's a great shot. shot. Yeah, yeah. He was quartering away, like barely ducked. I'm like, I mean, if you put it hard and lungs and he's done. Um, but yeah, those are just things like if you are going out on these hunt, like say for your first year, even your first few years, man, you're going to screw up on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Just cause it's harsh. 2017, I mean, we still will screw 2017 up. we had, I had that giant buck right below me 10 yards yeah. and I just needed to be patient. Yeah. I needed to stay on the backside of the hill, wait for him to stand up, done. See, that's one thing we've learned. I'd watch too much outdoor TV. we used to try to bump them out of their bed, thinking, oh, you'll bump them, and then bap, bap, and then they'll just turn, like, broadside 50 yards. 
Not the case, guys. If they get out of bed and they see you, they are gone. Like they're just gone. Like there's 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 every zero single hesitation. time we've done it, they're don't half think mile that they'll stop for you. They, they zero stop. They're, they're just hustling. They're just gone. Um, with Dylan, with the sock we were just talking about, we were at 37 yards. Our wind was perfect. We were like, like I, we were having a discussion. We were like, I well, me and Dylan were talking like you want to shoot him in the bed because like he was kind of in a way like you might be able to slip one in. Um. But Dylan was like, nope, I'm going to wait for him to stand. Super mature call, Dill. Love that. Um, and yeah, that's what you need to do. Because you know within a few hours they will stand up. Like, no doubt. It's too hot out there. Like, they'll reposition or do something. And literally, I kid you not, within like the first 60 seconds, he had already stood up. And we were like, oh my God, he's up. Um, but yeah, just like hunker down. Like, don't be rushed. Like, when you have a big buck super close, you're like, you want to just make it happen. But dude, hunker yeah. down. Just wait for that sucker to stand up and just have the easiest shot of your life. Mm-hmm. Close. Cue the 605 footage. That's a buck we named out there. T Bones just coming over the hill, full draw at him. I mean, who's that? The closest I've ever been to in the live mule Within deer. 10 yards. Yeah. I'm like, if you feet. sit, your wind was good. You sit on that hill, wait for that Joker to stand up. He's probably got to face away. And I mean, you've got a freaking chip shot. Mm-hmm. Just like we didn't know. We were like, oh, we've watched, we've watched a bunch of outdoor channel shows. Usually these deer just trot off and like look at you, get another shot. Yeah, we should have killed ducks multiple times in 2017, but yeah. we just we didn't know what we were doing yet, and that's just part of the learning curve. We we can say the same thing with whitetail. We can mm-hmm. say the same thing with elk. Mm-hmm. Like it's just part of the thing. The nice thing about this ground is if you have an opportunity and it doesn't work out, hustle your butt to the tallest hill in the area because most likely you'll be able to see those deer trot off because like they have to they have they have to become in sight like if they start covering country. And man, that first trip, we, I mean, we got like three stocks in one day cause we just like kept following them mm-hmm. and there's so much public that big chunk. It's like, you can just keep following them until it's like you kill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we had so many encounters that first year, that second year, 2018, no joke, found the same exact deer. We just knew cause yeah, he just the way he was. was the same. Um, and man, this was my, I had the tag in my pocket and I made this crucial mistake. I got within 50 and it was just, I found another buck by him and I was like trying to figure out which buck I wanted to take. I'm like that kind of decision, that stuff can't it needs happen. to be instantaneous. If yeah. you get in range and you have a shot, it needs to be, it needs to be taken advantage of. Um, sure enough, I think it was a wind swirl cause they, they both of them got up, got on top of this hill. The footage is pretty nasty that Thomas was taking. It looks like I'm like 10 yards from him, but, and they're like looking in my direction. They couldn't you're, see me. Well, you're 40 from 605. I, I was 50. Oh, okay. I ran maybe 48 or something, but he was bedded. I don't know if I could have gotten a shot there, but again, and the wind was just, if the wind would have been good, maybe I just hunker down and wait, but sure enough, they go on the top and they can't really see me, but I try to draw and boom, gone. Looking back at it, don't draw. Like I know they're going to bust, hunker down and just wait for them. Maybe just to walk over that hill and then just get on them again. Like yeah. stuff like that. Don't try to rush stuff. Um, if you think like you can be inside of them and like pull off a draw, just not going to happen. And at the end of the day, every mule deer is different. So yeah. some you might pull, pull it off, but others you won't. Yeah. So that's two, a couple of years of no success. And then we talked already 2020 year, man, we got into a lot of deer, definitely more dudes. Um, but just a couple, couple close shots just didn't get it done. Um, but still like on these trips, even our super good trips, I mean, it's on me crickets. Like we're seeing like a handful of deer. I mean, you and Josh were getting skunked some evenings. Me and Dylan got skunked, I think, our first and, mm-hmm. like, one of our last evenings. 
Yeah, you and like, there's you no and hot. Dylan had the hot hand. Me and Josh, yeah, had a couple stocks on on younger bucks, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the Nebraska mule deer Sandhills one on one. I mean, I don't know if we can basically give any information on that. That was, yeah. I mean, if you're lo- if you're going to Nebraska to like kill like a mature buck, you're just gonna have to put in a lot of time. Yeah, we. I mean, we ended up bouncing around from twenty one to. Gosh. More of a south southwestern part of the state, kind of south central, just some some smaller tracks. Yeah, sorry. I mean, and people had we like were seen big out deer north too. Yeah, people were seeing deer. Um, we talked to like two guys that had missed had encounters. Yeah, yep. So I don't know, just staying out there and I don't know, putting in the time. We mm-hmm. saw I and mean, we were seeing bucks on on private. Yep. Um, so. I'm like, hey, opening day, man. If you just happen to be in one of those spots where there's like not a ton of guys and the deer are still doing what they're doing, it's like you could have a really good shot opener. Like it's it's hard to say. Like you just have to you have to be lucky with the you spot. You gotta be lucky. The yeah. Deer, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else to cover. I mean, it's it's totally one hundred percent a state of opportunity. I know, like I know Meat Eater has put out an uh an article. I don't know if anybody else probably other people have, like Nebraska being a great out of state hunt. And I'm like, it is. You know, like look, looking at it as a non resident if I live somewhere else, I'd probably come hunt Nebraska. Hell, like it's it's cheap, not Nebraska easy is not every year. A good state to be a resident. Like the perk no. is just like not like it's not like Kansas, like where you, you have to like we are spending like almost six hundred bucks for a deer tag. Yeah, you know, and it's draw. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're a resident there, you obviously get an easier tag. And then we bump up to Nebraska and buy a non-res tag for yeah two eighty. Like yeah. I don't know. Um, I think changes are down the chute. They're making some really good changes on the turkey front, most likely. Um, so it might be the first time it airs, but it's like resident or non-residents only get one tag for turkeys next year. Which well, I it's all proposed. I don't has it been voted on, or was it voted on? I thought it was voted on. Oh, earlier this early week changed. Okay. Which sorry, non-residents, that jacks me up. Um, I don't. I don't. I love like non-residents are fine. Like I, I'm not a non-resident hater. I just think like sometimes I think. I think the way the game parks has structured non-residents, I think it's a little unwise just for the population carrying capacity. Yeah, you can't blame it on the non-residents. No. Blame it on Dude, the game parks. Yeah, I mean, we hunt non-resident states all the time. I, the, I have no issues with that. It's just simply uh, how but much guys like would use it. They, yeah. they would, I'm not going to say abuse because the game parks allows it, but like, like if you go into a Nebraska turkey hunting Facebook page, like fill my three tags this weekend in the Pine Ridge, like, mm-hmm. all right. And then the next guy says the same thing. And the next guy says the same thing. Do you think about the next then all, year? Then all you the shoot all three toms out of the flock. Do you think about possibly having like those don't just like like come to be like a mature tom like like that that bird has like survived like better odds than winning the freaking lottery. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever. But yeah, um, I don't know where where we were really going with that. But yeah, it's it's game parks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's an opposite, uh, awesome opportunity state. Um, if you have questions, comment below or send us if you're listening to the podcast info at identicaldraw.com. We're an open book about this stuff. Like we really want to help people out. And if you're looking forward to your Nebraska public land hunt, have a great time. Seriously, um, send us questions you want. We'll we'll be open about it. Um, at the end of the day, if you're smart about when you come, if you just put in your time and effort, have have like reasonable um, like goals coming out here. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful state. Every Everybody that we take from like 
other states are like, it's just Nebraska gets a bad rap for being boring, but man, the sand hills are really, it's incredible. You can't really find it anywhere else. So, yeah. Well, we're going to give it a shot again this year. Um, bounce around in a couple different spots. So, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you want to cover. I, I would say kind of looking at all of our mistakes, if there's one thing we could fix out of all of our years of hunting out there, it's being super incredibly honed in with your weapon. Yeah, I mean, if you need, if you're, if you're lucky enough to get a shot opportunity, yeah. you need to, you need to capitalize. You need to make it work. Yeah. Happen. I mean, we you haven't had a shot opportunity in 21 or 20. With, like, combined with us and, um, like, new hunters, I mean, there's been five, six arrows flung with zero deer. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard. Like, a lot of the times, you're, they're going to be at further yeah, distances and stuff. It's but like 20-mile-an-hour wind at yeah. least every day. That's something that we should talk about, kind of the weather systems out there. Super hot during the middle of the day. Nights can cool Windy off. Windy as heck. Like, some days, you're like, yeah. can I even shoot? We, I mean, we practice. Like, some days, literally get up 25, 30. Like... 20 is an average. Like if it's below 20, that's low wind out there. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, you're not so much worried about like you are worried about your aero flight, but it's like, it's hard to stabilize your bow. Yeah. When it's that windy. What we do like midday, if we're not out hunting, it's like, we'll take the target and put it out like 10 yards. Like literally, can you hit this target with the wind right now at 10 yards? Like being, staying low and stuff. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. So that's definitely something to consider. Um, Good luck to everybody. Watch the, out for rattlesnakes in cer- certain parts of the state. Rattlers yeah. are thick. The, I mean, the fall's almost here. We're going to be hunting in less than a month, so. Super jacked up. And, hey, if you do this hunt, we'd love to hear about it. It's one of our all-time favorites. Um, love to know what your experience was like hunting. Muleys or whitetail in Nebraska as a non-resident resident, anything like that. We love hearing about people in our state, so. Yeah, um, I think that's basically everything that I feel like we need to cover and get questions about. So, yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep.